football on off the ball. He hasn't failed his way. Most people who've worked with him would say that. He'll have a counter-argument that in time, and I'm sure I know he wouldn't be happy about me making that comment, but I don't think he's failed. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Rugby Daily on Off The Ball. Welcome to Monday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack and on the way, positive news for Leinster ahead of Saturday's Interpro showdown at the Aviva. However, Munster could be without one of their big guns for the trip to Lansdowne Road. The Celtic Challenge is expanding and the French coaching ticket is set for a major shake-up ahead of the Six Nations. First up today, there's good news for Leinster ahead of Saturday's URC showdown with Munster. Prop Ed Byrne has returned to full training following a hamstring injury. Michael Milne is also on the brink of a comeback and will have a shoulder injury assessed this week, while Keen Healy will step up his training load following a shoulder problem of his own. Leinster assistant coach Andrew Goodman said this afternoon that Robbie Henshaw and Jack Conan could make their first provincial starts of the season this weekend. Munster beat Leinster in last season's URC semi-finals, ending a run of four straight defeats, and Caelan Doris says there's plenty for Leinster to be wary of this weekend. They've certainly improved a lot over the last season and a half. Um, they've got quality players throughout, and they're really kind of gelling as a team over the last while, and you can see it's kind of coming from how they're training at a very high intensity, um, really improving their fitness and believing in their fitness, and playing with quick ball and yeah they've got threats throughout and defensively they're very challenging to play against as well with the amount of breakdown threats they have throughout and so yeah it's always a massive game when we play them whether it's down there or in the Aviva Um, it's a funny one having been in camp with the guys for so long and now last time I saw them was in camp and now we're seeing them on the pitch in the Aviva so um, it's a funny one from that perspective but all friendships and all camaraderie will be put aside for the couple of hours for sure and yeah, looking forward to getting stuck in Munster's win over the Stormers on Saturday has come at a significant cost it would seem Peter O'Mahony was forced off at half time in his comeback appearance with a shoulder injury head coach Graham Rowntree revealed as well that Jack O'Donoghue picked up a knock in that game in the repeat of last year's final Finley Bielan, meanwhile, is a doubt for the second part of Connacht's doubleheader in South Africa. The Ireland tighthead is in a protective boot after suffering an ankle injury in Saturday's win over the Sharks in Durban. Cahill Ford and Andrew Smith will be monitored ahead of this weekend's meeting with the Bulls, having both come off at the weekend. The Celtic Challenge is to morph into an expanded format from next month. This year's inaugural tournament saw a combined Provinces 15 prevail against developmental sides representing both Wales and Scotland. Two sides from each union will now take part in the tournament, which will run for 11 weeks from mid-December. Quite who those teams will be will be unveiled by the respective unions at the start of next month, along with fixture details. World Rugby's Chief of Women's Rugby, Sally Horrocks, said... The feedback from the inaugural year of the Celtic Challenge has been overwhelmingly positive and it's been impressive to see 24 players already going on to compete in the women's Six Nations, who might not have had the opportunity otherwise. We're looking forward to seeing the competition grow as more teams compete. We strengthen our pathways and increase competitiveness on the road to the Women's Rugby World Cup in 2025. France coaching ticket looks set for a major upheaval ahead of the Six Nations. Midi Olympique reports that team manager Raphael Ibanez is to leave his role. The ex-France captain and hooker has worked in lockstep with head coach Fabien Galtier since 2019. However, there have reportedly been disagreements regarding Ibanez's choice of team hotels during the World Cup. 
There are also other tensions bubbling under the surface between the team manager and the head coach. Midi Olympique report that rather than an outright departure, Ibanez will see his portfolio altered. They say his remit will be widened to encompass the France national sides at youth and women's level, diluting his influence over the men's team. Sad news from South Africa where 1995 World Cup winner Hannes Strydem has died in a car accident at the age of 58. He was part of the Springboks' first Rugby World Cup winning squad and made 21 appearances for his country. Strydem started in the second row against the All Blacks on that famous afternoon in June of 95. He also played in three tests against the Turing Lions two years later. Strydem is now the fifth member of that 1995 World Cup winning side to die. South Africa's Rugby Union president Mark Alexander praised Strydem as one of the heroes of their local game. Rugby Australia chairman Hamish McLennan was ousted last night following an emergency meeting of the country's board. It follows a scathing letter regarding his leadership from six different unions. McLennan has since hit out at what he described as a coordinated smear campaign against him. Former Wallabies back Daniel Herbert has been installed as his replacement. But speaking to Sky News Australia this morning, McLennan again stated there's been a campaign to undermine his position. It was put to me by several sources that there was an orchestrated campaign and a bit of a hit job. Um... I think those newspapers would probably deny that, but I think it was quite unrelenting and I'm sure it had a a major factor. And some of the reports were wrong, the allegations that you were partying in Paris, for instance? Well, I can tell you I wanted to be home four to six weeks prior after we got kicked out of uh, the the, the race for the quarterfinals out of the pool matches. you know, we were doing a lot around World Cup lobbying. Um, the accommodation wasn't extravagant. A lot of it was paid for by World Rugby and uh, I, I think it was really unfair. But mm. That's life. Mm. Maro Itoje could be on his way to France, potentially meaning it's curtains for his international career. The England lock is set to be the victim of English rugby's new salary cap, which would mean Saracens could only afford to keep one of their marquee England internationals, that being Owen Farrell. Lyon have been linked with a move for Itoje as they look to replace the racing bound Romain Teofafenwa. Jean Klein had also been mooted as the man to fill his spot at Lyon. Toulon are also said to be an option for Itoje, but his £1 million a season salary demands could put the kibosh on such moves. Finally, Premiership Rugby have offered Ugo Magna their full support following a claim he was abused by a fan while working as a pundit at the weekend. Exeter Chiefs have launched an investigation and apologised after the former England international said he was repeatedly called a racial slur by a fan as he was leaving the 25-24 win over Gloucester at Sandy Park. Magna also made the point that none of the other supporters who witnessed the alleged incident did anything about it. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed to keep this podcast coming free and daily in your feed. My name is Richard McCormack and there will be more Rugby Daily for you tomorrow. Till then, thanks for listening.